Summer is finally here, the sun is shining, and all the big summer events are now underway. We just saw the Highland Games and Cathedral Arts Festival wrap up, but we know there are so many more good things coming up and happening in the city this summer. Today, I'm welcoming Judith Varisek from Regina Downtown to the show. She belongs to an organization dedicated to having their finger on the pulse of what's happening in our city, and I wanted to find out more about what they do and maybe get some recommendations for the fun stuff that you and I can check out with our kids or our friends and family this summer. Judith, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How's it going? It's going great. You know, we're at that point in time where we're really planning for the summer and getting really excited about what's going to be happening. Tell me, what is the Regina Downtown Business Improvement District? It's a big name. <laughs> it is a big name and it represents a lot of big work that we do. Um, we have our, like you said, we have our hand on the pulse of kind of what's happening downtown. So when we're out there, we're looking at things like parking and construction and new developments and new businesses, but then we're also planning events like our Cinema Under the Stars, our Summer Concert Series. Um, this year we have a bunch of new programs that we're looking to unveil, like um, patio tours, um, tours of our historic buildings. We have a sidewalk sale being planned, so um, we are just thrilled with all these new things that are coming up and um, I guess putting our businesses out there for the rest of the community to enjoy. So if somebody's never heard of a business improvement district before, what does that mean at the very, like, pretend I'm six, you know, how would you explain to a six-year-old? So we are here to advocate for downtown as a whole. Um, definitely our businesses are our members, so when they're talking to us about things like sidewalks being broken or um, there perhaps being parking issues. Um, we take that information and try and find a solution either with the city or with the business. We're basically connectors. We, we solve problems, but at the same time, there's that other end where we want to engage with the larger community and make sure that downtown really is the place to be. It's the top of mind place for people when, they're, when they have visitors in town or when they have a free night. Where do they want to go? We want them to be able to say, we want to go downtown because there's lots to do, lots to see, and lots of businesses to enjoy or learn about. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've seen your people in Windbreakers on Scarth Street, and they're giving away literature or brochures or pamphlets, and they're kind of giving directions. Absolutely. You've seen our Info on the Go team. Um, this program has been in place for probably about 10 years now, and we hire summer students that come out and do exactly that. They share information about downtown. So um, they'll provide directions, they'll answer questions, but they also do a lot of setup work for our events. So when we are doing Spin on Scarth with Evolution Fitness, they're the ones that are lugging those those bikes down onto the Scarf Street Mall. Um, they're the ones that are picking up some some garbage whenever we're trying to produce our cinema under the stars, making sure that downtown's inviting for the big crowd that's gonna come out for the movie that night. How many businesses are located in the downtown? We fluctuate anywhere between 600 to 700 businesses at any one, any one time. Um, we really do a lot of work with our storefront businesses, so the folks that you see while you're walking down the sidewalk. Um, a lot of those tend to be food and beverage, retail, um, service, for service businesses, 
and um, yeah, they're quite engaged in what we do. Um, every time we launch a new program, we're getting a lot of good feedback from our businesses saying that this is something that they want to continue happening. When I go to other cities, I, I see their kind of their vibrant downtown with the music and the markets and stuff. Are you guys trying to emulate some of those pieces or are you thinking forward in different directions? I think there's always a sense of looking for those best practices out there. So whenever I travel to other communities, I take notes. I look and see what they're doing, what types of programs they're offering. And I always have that lens of downtown Regina when I'm looking at that. Will this work in my community? Will this work in Regina? Do we have the resources to produce something like this? Um, if we don't, how can we scale it down to better fit within our budget or within the population of Regina? Because that tends to affect things too. Things that work in Toronto where there's you know, millions of people um, might not work in Regina, but if we scale it down, make it a little bit smaller, a little bit more, uh, Saskatchewan oriented, I think we can definitely do a, do a great job, get a good crowd and make sure that the return on our investment is there. What's been your favorite project so far? Well, the Cinema Under the Stars is uh, our long-standing uh, cinema series. Every year we get uh, about 2,000 people, 1,500 people out on Wednesday nights to enjoy a movie. Usually our shows are family friendly. Uh, we usually show a superhero movie. I think this year we're going to be showing Captain Marvel. Uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse I think is one that we're very excited about. Just seeing all those kids come out, enjoying downtown and realizing that downtown is a place where they can interact with one another, they can have fun, they can... I, I want kids to grow up with a really good um, memory of downtown so when they do graduate out of high school, out of university, they want to work downtown, they want to live downtown because really that's what what we're all about. We want to increase that vibrancy, we want to make sure that downtown is for everyone in the community. That's fantastic. That's fun. I remember those little ant sculptures in the trees and some of the, uh, just running around the cenotaph as a little kid, um, just being in that space. So it's kind of neat that you, you guys are still thinking about that and what it would mean to maybe a, a kid like me who's now an old guy like me. <laughs> You're not that old, <laughs> but antsy is still there. The, the ants are still in the tree and the cenotaph definitely is still there. But we're always working with artists and arts and culture organizations to integrate that aspect into downtown. A lot of people think of downtown as big steel office towers or uh, heritage buildings downtown and what we want to do is engage our arts community into uh, show using downtown as a canvas for all their work. So what you're going to be seeing this summer is phase two of our alley door project where we've taken a few of our downtown alleys worked with local artists, uh, local Saskatchewan artists to design artwork that we print onto a vinyl film and apply to our back alley doors. That way that alley experience becomes a little bit brighter, a little bit more interesting for the folks that are in those alleys every day. It was quite interesting because we did phase one of that project last year in, in October, September, and a gentleman stopped me in a restaurant because I happened to be wearing my Regina downtown sweater that day and he asked if we did that project and he said, you know, I'm in that alley every day. He must be a smoker. And he <laughs> said he was 
so happy to see the artwork because it was something that kind of brightened his day. Every day he had to walk through that alley and up until that point in time he just saw blank doors and now there's something of interest for him to pay attention to and to appreciate as he goes about his daily business. So we did phase one last year. Phase two um, will be between um, 11th and 12th Avenue and Scarth and Hamilton Street. So while these are service type alleys, a lot of deliveries happen, a lot of parking happens, that sort of thing, we want to make sure that all these little nooks and crannies throughout our, our district are just as interesting as the sidewalks are. Was it your team that was behind putting the vinyl wraps on the trunk boxes then, I've noticed? There's like bumblebees and flowers and pieces like that? Yes, we did that as well. Again, trying to infuse artwork into everyday objects that people see in the street or actually don't see in the street because after you see a traffic control box in the same location every day, you tend to not see it anymore. I think introducing arts into our community, into strange and different places that you're not expecting it, it creates that real sense of place that someone cares about this downtown and that's really what, what we want to do. We want people to see that someone cares and that we're thinking of what their experience is like when they are in our downtown. Take a left at the bumblebees. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or, you know, our our office is in front of the the train station, the, the one with the train. So that one's one of my favorites. Not that I'm supposed <laughs> to have favorites. But, um, I th and I think some of these artists that have participated over the years, they love it. I think this is a great canvas for them to to um, to use to get their artwork out there. A lot of the artists are up and coming. They're getting their name out there. They're not quite as established as folks like Joe Fafard. Um, but who knows? There might be a day when we're going to say, hey, I can't believe that the person that did that major sculptural artwork in Vancouver has a traffic control box in our community because that's where they started out. So it's, I think it's very important to give a platform to those up and coming emerging artists in our community and support them and make sure that their name and their artwork gets out there for the general public to see and appreciate. In terms of art, I've seen a lot of live music, not just for Jazz Fest, but up on that um, raised stage. Uh, one of my favorites was this, this girl playing the cello and she started doing Game of Thrones. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to see that if she could only fix the last season, right? <laughs> but uh, we do try to introduce music, arts of all, all kinds into our downtown, and music is definitely one of them. We've had a summer concert series for about 15 years now, and we've had different iterations of it. Uh, the last couple of years, it was incorporated into the Market Under the Stars event, which was extremely successful. This year, we've decided to bring the music back into the businesses. So we'll be hosting five concerts throughout the summer, Thursdays and Saturdays, um, varying dates here and there. So you'll have to check our website to get the dates down. But they're going to be incorporated into business. So when you're going to O'Hanlon's, uh, on July 4th. The concert will be happening right on Scar Street and we're going to be looking at putting in an extended patio so folks can enjoy their beer, their appetizers out on the patio, enjoy some 
great bands. Hopefully they'll be local, so I'm not involved in selecting the talent. You probably don't want that. So, um, but definitely the um, the venues will be selecting the talent based on on their clientele and. It'll be a street party, basically. So we're doing this five times uh, with O'Hanlon's, The Fat Badger, Beer Brothers, The Cure, and Victoria's Tavern. All kind of in that stretch, that small space where you can, it's less than a five minute walk, right? Absolutely, well, we're trying to bring the, um, the concerts to their business. So in fact, Fat Badger, I'm extremely excited and curious to see how this is gonna play out, but they're gonna do an alley takeover. They're, concert will be in the alley behind their business and it will be like an alley block party so I'm like I said this is something that we haven't done before but we've seen done in other communities to great success so let's see how it's going to work here is this something that Regina can do is this something palatable to the Regina community I think it will be because it's going to be cool unique new okay I'm going to put you on the hot spot where is your favorite place to get Rebellion beer downtown? Maybe even a patio wise. Actually, I like coming to your tap room. <laughs> oh, thank you. So um, usually when I do have the beer, then I'll take a bunch home to, to my husband. So um, I don't have favorites downtown. So, uh, <laughs> so that's, that's my diplomatic response. <laughs> I'm, I'll come to the tap room. So, so yeah. Well. Speaking of good reasons to go downtown, there's lots of great local craft beer. You got Pile of Bones right in the heart of downtown, and we're kind of on the edge. And you can have stuff like our cerveza, which we're drinking today. Cheers. It's delicious. It's taking me back to Mexico <laughs> since I didn't get a vacation this year. Oh, this tastes so good. Next time, I think we need a plate of nachos. <laughs> That's a great idea. So I like the idea that you immediately went to Mexico. We're not saying it's a trip to Mexico, but we're kind of hinting at it, you know? We, we give a little poke with the, the Mexican sugar skull, but we're not trying to like punch you in the face with Mexico. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of folks here who do vacation in Mexico and good memories of the food and the drink that you experience when you're there. And I think this is a great marketing ploy. <laughs> Well, Cerveza is one of our newest products. It's one of our newest summer beers. The idea was to create something that's light and crisp and refreshing, and we could kind of take a run at a market we haven't necessarily tried before. Um, in the past, we've been known for our, you know, our big, bold double IPA and our big, aggressive IPA. So we said, we haven't really catered to people who just want something with like a burger and fries. You know, I was surprised walking through your tap room today at the variety of beers that you offer. I think that's that's so great. And that's what you tend to see with small local business, being able to be more nimble, um, respond to what the community is asking for, um, making those small batches. Um, when you have smaller businesses, you can turn on a dime, which is which is great. You know, when when you work for Molson, it's very difficult. You know, there's a lot more checks and balances that need to you need to go through and then changing a whole line. So I really appreciate this the craft beer business and industry in the community because you are very respectful of what the community is looking for and you're able to respond to that very quickly. Well, thank you. Speaking of small batch, have you been to Dandy's ice cream yet? 
I have not. Oh, you're missing out. I was at Milky Way the other day, so <laughs> so Dandies is the next stop. I, I think what we're seeing here in Regina, um, and this is new to me because I'm not, um, I'm a little bit long in the tooth sometimes, um, but retail is very, it's changing so much now, and you're getting these amazing risk, almost risk adverse entrepreneurs that are out there and putting themselves out there, trying these new businesses like artisan artisan ice cream or, you know, we have the local market here in, in Warehouse District. And, you know, the, these are labors of love for the these people that are just invested in their community. And I love going out to these places now and seeing people there, people enjoying what our local entrepreneur community is putting out there. Um, gone are the days of just strict bricks and mortar. Um, I think a lot of folks are starting to branch out into doing things like this, like podcasts or, or um, doing a lot more social media work or just trying new, new things like pop-ups. To me, that's so thrilling to see because it's not what I grew up with and um, I don't know if it's something that I would be able to do just based on what I'm like, um, but uh, I'm quite enjoying going to different different shopping events and different eating events um, that are becoming more the norm. And I think it's also very important to support local business and local entrepreneurs. We need to cultivate that here. We need to to make make it less risky for people to do things. Um, they they need to know that the community will support them and that they can make a go of it doing something that they love. To me, when you talk, when you say those pieces, it puts my mind back in the Cathedral Arts Festival space. You see these local artists and small businesses and they've all come together and there's this rich color and music and vibrancy and it feels like a different kind of energy in our city when that, when that whole street is just packed with people. Absolutely. You can barely walk through that. And I love how the Cathedral Arts Festival blends, you know, food and music and dance. I was there when the the um, the break dancers were there, which was great because I think they're going to be the same group will be doing um, hip hop downtown on Tuesdays. So that's one of our new programs. But just seeing everyone together and being appreciated making some money, you know, because people also need to eat here. Um, as I was leaving, I saw a lot of people with bags. Uh, you know, they've purchased some artwork, they've purchased some goods, um, some crafts from the vendors there. Um, that's what we need to see. We need to keep, keep supporting these businesses because once they don't get support, then hopefully they don't, but a lot of them do give up and they go back to a nine to five desk job, which, is needed, but less exciting. It's less exciting. <laughs> um, I don't know if it really makes everyone super, super excited to be doing that every day, unless you're like me, because I love my job, and I do get up every morning excited about what I'm going to do. But do you think um, there's a sea change in attitude for people in the city as a whole? Like you, you were kind of touching upon the fact that there's these new small batch or artisanal businesses. Do you think that's um, kind of a revolutionary change of thinking or just overdue? 
<laughs> I, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think some of what we're seeing now here in Regina are things that you've been seeing over the past couple of years in larger communities. And with newcomers to, to Canada, to Regina, moving here from other parts of the country or the world, they're bringing those ideas with them. They're bringing those sensibilities with them. And it's quite exciting. I, th I think um, coming from Ontario myself, there, there were things here that didn't make sense to me all the time. Um, and I would say, well, in Ontario, we would do it this way. And then two or three years later, you'd have someone from Ontario coming here, starting with business. And I'm like, of course, like this is kind of what I would have expected, right? So it's, it's great seeing new folks to Regina bringing their experiences here for all of us to, to, to enjoy, to learn from, to hopefully spur us to do our own, our, I guess follow our own passions, if you will. Um, it's funny that you say that, because Mark would travel, Mark mm -hmm. and our co-founders would travel around the world and see what was happening with beer, and they'd come home and be like, why not here? Right. Why can't we do that here? So that should be our they, motto. They just said, we're doing it. Why not? And that's, you know, going back to what we were talking about with our Alley Door project, that was a project that I saw in Louisville, Kentucky, of all places. And I looked at it and I'm like, well, we have Alley Doors and we have artists. Why can't we do this? This is pretty low cost. So um, just going out to these other communities and experiencing them and appreciating them and looking at them with a lens of how can this better my community i'm always open to people bringing ideas to me and whether it's something that i can work on right away or if it's a two or three year project you know i want to hear that i love it when people send me ideas sometimes it's not perfect but with tweaks we can make it work here um, there are so many so many projects that we have going on that have been plays on things that I've seen done in other parts of, of the country. And it, you're right, it's that whole attitude of why not Regina? Why not? Why, why shouldn't we have alley door art? We have alleys and we have art, right? <laughs> it just takes someone to, to pull it all together, to do that legwork, to put out the call for artist submissions, to work with a local business to determine what type of wrap it is, to go out to the businesses and say, hey, do you want this free piece of art on your back door? And bids, business improvement districts, are the organizations that are best positioned to do that. And I guess coming full circle to what you asked me at the beginning, we're connectors. That's exactly what we do. We, we see these ideas and we connect them to our community and then we problem solve. We figure out how to make it happen. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. This was amazing and painless. It helps when we drink cerveza. Rebels, thank you for tuning in this week. If you want to find the latest news about Rebellion Brewing, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Untapped. I'm going to include some links so you can find more information about the Regina Downtown Business Improvement District. If you want to get involved or you're interested in some of the projects they're pulling off, like the artwork that you can find all around downtown, just go check it out. I'm going to post those links for you. Thank you again for joining the Rebellion.